Good evening. Welcome to another edition of the Houston Round Bar Review presents Folks Talking Sports. I'm Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review. Joining me is Willie Gibson from WTG Sports. And been a minute since we've seen James Mueller on the show. Young man, how are you, sir? Doing well. How about you? Doing well. Glad you can make it, James. Well, I wanted James to see if James was available. I'm glad he is because James is going to discuss one of the other underperforming athletic programs on campus at the University of Houston, the baseball team. Mm-hmm. James, what's wrong with baseball? You hate baseball. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't able to watch this weekend because I didn't have whatever they were streaming on. I followed along, but... um. From what I've seen, I went to their opener last week, um, watched all last week, and then um, they, I mean, one, the pitching just, it's sort of been similar to last year where it's very hit or miss. There's not that one dominant arm, um, you know, a, a true Friday night guy that can go out there and give, you know, six or seven innings, giving up, you know, two, three runs at the most, um, and then, uh, the offense has been sporadic. You know, it will, will come and go at certain points. But, I mean, the past two games, dropping to Texas A&M, course, Corpus Christi and um, Incarnate Word, they gave up a million runs. I forget how many total, but it was a lot. Uh, and so, real quick, I mean. Let me, let me pause you right there. Willie Gibson. Yes, have sir. You heard, have you heard of Incarnate Word <laughs> as a baseball team? Um, I, that as a baseball team, I'm, I'm, I've heard of them basketball wise, but I'm sure, yeah, that's uh, San Antonio, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Coos gave up 10 runs to them today, lost 10 to 8. Go ahead, wow. James, keep going. <laughs> yeah, they've yeah. been ruled twice in this week. Wednesday, they got run ruled by UTSA 12 2 and 7, and then yesterday against. Texas a and Corpus Christi, same thing, 12-2 and seven innings. Um, their one win, they put 14 up on Utah on Friday, but they still gave up five runs that game. So um, overall, what is it, uh, like 25 innings this weekend, giving up 27 runs. Um, so that's not going to win you a ton of ball games. Yep, they are. The Cougs are now 2-5. and five. Will, they're hitting – 242 as a team, 242. This is wow. college baseball now, 242. Team ERA is 7.85. Wow. That's not good. At all. And they, they still have the defending or the uh, semifinal or the runner-ups, Oklahoma, coming in. Um, coming to town in a couple weeks. Then they got A&M, they got Minnesota. So they still got, they haven't even gotten into the real meat of the non-conference schedule. Yeah, that's good. Because you said they lost, they gave up what, 12 runs to UTSA, right? Yeah, and then 12 to Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And then 10 to an incarnate word. Huh. That's not three of the superpowers in college baseball, as far as I know. Yeah. All right, James, I'm going to put you on the spot. Is this it for baseball coach Todd Whitting? Uh, if it continues, if this season continues the trend that we've seen in the first two weeks, then I believe so. 
Um, who knows? It's still early in the season. Obviously, a lot of things can change. I'm not saying they're going to because I haven't seen a ton um, uh, to give, you know, or, or I haven't seen much to, you know, give fans hope for, a, a, you know, turn to turn the season around, but we'll see. But, um, yeah, this is the last year of his contract, I believe. And so mm-hmm. I do not think um, unless they're not able to bring find their guy i highly doubt um that he will be back if the season continues to this on this trend of course if it does change and they're able to you know get hot and make some noise in conference and get back to the ncaa uh tournament and and just a regional um then i can see him being back but not at this pace what does your gut tell you james is he back or not i I think there's probably a different coach in the first year in the Big 12. I agree. That's what I that's what I heard a few days ago that this is it for him. You know, barring some turnaround, a miraculous turnaround. <laughs> Sad, but yeah, barring a miraculous turnaround, be looking for a new baseball coach at the University of Houston. I think Mr. Gibson thinks and James, I think you as well believe that UH should be looking for another coach for women's basketball as well, unless the Cougs make the tournament. Right, James? I mean, they're not going to, I mean, unless they win the conference tournament. Right. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't, I think that's probably the move. I don't, I'm not confident the school will do it because, I mean, the, the leash has just kept getting extended, even though they haven't had any meaningful results you know they'll win a couple big games here and there but no post no ncaa tournament um and you know they they haven't won a conference championship so um i think i think it would be smart to sort of look around but do i think the school will do it i'm not sure just because they haven't seemed to pay much attention to the program sad but true well what do you think about what james just said yeah, you guys are on the ground there, so I, I, I defer to you. But it's, it seems to me that way. It's crazy because call me soft, I guess, but I'm I'm like, what he's doing conference wise this year? I'm not been calling for his job, but and, and, well, let me say this: I'm no means I'm not fire the coach guy. I'm not for just you know get him out of there. But results, it's a results driven business, and this will be his first tournament in how many years? If he were to make the tournament, how many years has he been there? Nine. This is ninth year. Nine years. First of all, how'd you get the first eight with no tournament births? That's number one. Um, for you to get one in year nine and say, hey, this is cause to come back. This, uh, that's a lot. That, that's, yeah. I mean, he, he's, they've had a strong showing conference this year. But that would beg the question, what happened non-conference? To be in the hole that you're in, that given the positive performance you've had in conference, there's still no shot of you making the tournament unless you win your conference tournament. And there's no, and that's in year nine. Yes. So I'm talking myself back off the like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, that 
that that doesn't that doesn't uh that doesn't sound too promising and and allowing someone to return. Both of you are correct. <clears throat> I'm gonna say two things. I wonder if the road win at South Florida saved his job. But the team followed up that road win at South Florida with a home loss to Memphis, 45-44. So they, James, none of us believe the team is going to get to the going to win the conference championship this year and earn the automatic berth to the NCAA tournament. So barring that, Coach Huey. I think UH should move on, look in another direction. And I'm going to put this out there for our fans who are watching on Twitter and YouTube. I had a phone call on, on a few days ago, and someone gave me some names of possible coaching <laughs> candidates for the position. So just putting it out there. This person is pretty connected. But the person asked me, and this is a question that we ask ourselves Chris how serious is the administration about women's basketball because if they're not serious then you're just wasting everybody's time who may want the job and that's a question we need to we need to have answered because if they're not serious well you're right nine years nine years no tournament If you don't care, you don't care. I mean, you're just keeping the wheel going if you don't care. Right. right. And I think one thing to add, just like to put in perspective, the American has typically been a one-bid league um, for the most part um, when it comes to tournament time on the women's side. The Big 12 this year is supposed to get six teams in in the latest bracketology for the women's side. So, I mean, it's – I mean, to say – we know it's not getting any easier, but like that, that level of competition is not up just one step. It's up a couple steps. Um, coming the next, it's, it's only going to get enormously more hard. Um, yeah. To and do something. The, the irony is this is probably a down year in the big 12 and they're still protected to get six teams in the tournament. But real quick reminder, Folks Talking Sports is brought to you by, sponsored by Five Star Properties. Five Star Properties is a Dallas-based company owned by a UH alum. If you're facing a foreclosure or you need to sell your house as is for cash, call 972-532-SELL or visit their website at fivestarprops.com. F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-P-R-O-P-S.com. Com. So TCU women's side is struggling and they're probably going to get a new coach. Baylor is having a down year compared to the, the coach Mulkey years, mm-hmm. but Houston would, would love to have the problems that Baylor's having in terms of wins and losses. Texas A&M, of course, is an SEC new coach. They're having struggles, a lot of struggles, but their program is better positioned than UH. Will. Yes, sir. James. Rice Owls yesterday picked up their 20th win of the season. 
27 overall. Coach Edmonds is in her second year at Rice. She, this is her first year winning 20. In her second year at Rice, she's already won 20 games with two games to go in the regular season. And she's dealing with injuries. I think they started the year with 16 players. They're down to 10. So they're still winning games. I'm just saying, if you care about women's basketball, you probably need to move on another direction. I'm just saying, especially if you're going to a big five, a power five program. I'm just saying. Willie Gibson. Mm-hmm. You know how they win today in basketball, men's basketball? The men's basketball team did win. The streak is over. Who they beat? They beat Illinois. Oh, that's right. Illinois. That's a, Yeah, that's an upset. Kind yeah, of. 760. Because did Illinois beat uh, Northwestern earlier? Well, a few days ago? Uh, Thursday, yeah. They were down 18. Yeah. Back to win. And the Northwestern came back and, and lost today to Maryland. Life in the Big yeah. Ten. And Maryland will be here Wednesday for senior night. Oh, Will. Yep. Be a bad look if you lose on senior night, Will. Well, well, it's been a bad look all year, except for today. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, keep it a buck. Have you heard any, any, has anything changed regarding the Big Ten and conference expansion in the Big Ten? Other than the two to make it 16? Uh, in 2024, no. No. Has the uh, football schedule been announced yet for 2024 or 2023? No, it's 2023, yes. Not 2024, no. Any it's delays fun. in that? No. No. So Pete Thamel reported a few days ago that there's a slight crack in the possibilities that the Big Ten might expand? You disagree? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I do. What if I say, Will, that there's got to be some folks in the Big Ten who just do not want those student assets at USC and UCLA to endure all the travel by themselves? I would ask who those folks are. And I would. it doesn't matter if they aren't the right folks. Some, some folks in the Big Ten, I'm just kicking, I'm doing, uh, talk stuff against the wall. We'll see if it sticks. Yeah. If it's not the right folks, it won't. Who could those white, those right folks be? Uh, I'll have to let it direct to Gene Smith. That, I mean, that's not biased. That's just real talk. If it's Iowa, AD, uh, Gary, Bartha, No. It won't, it won't, that won't stay. Um, if it's, um, well, you have to understand, first of all, right now, the Big Ten doesn't have a commissioner. Right. So for those talks even be coming about, I think is, well, I, I, I just think they're, they're ill-conceived because the Big Ten doesn't even have a commissioner right now. So there's no talks to be even discuss expansion at this point. So I would I would kind of leave it there. James, last week, Will and I discussed the, how can we say it, Will? Shaky, flimsy rumor. 
Yeah. About what was it? The a possible Pac-12 Big 12 merger? Is that what it was, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that rumor, James? A possible Pac-12 Big 12 merger? Like completely? Except that it would it would exclude Kyle and Stanford. But yeah, everybody else. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Um, I just don't see the value of adding every sing- all, all every single one of those teams. Um, just I don't think it's worth the work on the Big Twelve side, and financially, it probably doesn't add a ton of value um, per team. So I, I do not. I would not see that. I could see them adding a few teams, like we've talked about in the past, but I don't see a merger like that happening. Agreed. It made no sense to us either. <laughs> so, so nothing's changed on that. Um, Will, what are your thoughts? Or James, what are your thoughts on the Florida State AD speaking to, in front of his board of trustees saying that things must change for revenue-wise in the ACC for, in order to close the revenue gap for the, big, the football schools like Florida State and Clemson? Oh, please, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, it's a money-driven business. Um, we've seen just the SEC is going to continue to get bigger. The Big 12's payday has been going to be pretty nice. There's a lot of areas um, where, I mean, it's all about now, you know, conference survival and what will survive. Obviously, the, a- a- uh, the ACC's in a decent position but I, I i think i mean he made some valid points in my opinion will what do you think about oh, comment? I, I commend him i commend him for um taking the bull by the horn so to speak i wanted to say something else but i'll i'll, I'll leave it there um yeah i mean he, he he's he jumped on the table for his school for his university for his programs. You can't do anything but commend him for that. Will it work? Uh, I don't know. But you got to commend him for, for taking a step, for doing it. Absolutely. Do either one of you believe there will come a time that a school challenges their conference's grant of rights and tries to get out early? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, how long do you think that'll be? And any any friendly wager of who that who that might be? <laughs> James, Will, no, no, I, I I don't. Who it would be? Um, I mean, you know, to be easy, can I say for the state? Yeah, Matt? yeah. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's coming for sure. Absolutely. James, how, yeah, how, I don't, how soon do you think it'll come? In the next two to three years, I'd imagine. Um, there'd be something. I don't know which team or which school it would be or multiple schools, but I think, yeah, within the next two, three years, we'll see something like that happen just because of how rapidly things have shifted even in the past, you know, 15, 16 months. How about you, Will? Um. Yeah, I would agree with that. Next two to three years. Wow, sure. That's soon. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you? 
I'm leaning more toward five. Okay. Five to six years. I think it'll be somebody from the, the ACC. Florida State or Clemson. I think it'd be one of those two. Maybe Miami, but most likely Florida State or Clemson. Mm. But it's a lot of money, you know, to challenge this, take it to court, grant of rights. Probably, you know, this is a $100 million battle. You know, sure. so that's long pockets. You know, that's James Mueller kind of money right there, man. That's, that's <laughs> long, deep pockets right there, Will. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, that's out of our, our pay grade right there. Um, but I, I agree it's going to happen two to three years. I think it's, I'd be surprised it happens that fast. But James, what do you think is going to happen to the Pac 12 this year? This year, uh, I mean, I think it will just sort of hang on by a thread throughout the remainder of this year, but I, I think it will eventually just crumble apart and some schools will scramble pretty soon. Um, just, you know, they haven't been able to get any sort of media rights deal. Um, and there's not a ton of interest right now just because the appeal isn't there with, uh, you know, USC and UCLA leaving and just a bunch of the uncertainty. So I think, yeah, it's a, it, I think it's a ticking time bomb. Um, and sooner or later, uh, things are just going to completely blow up. How about you, Will, this year? Uh, this year's status quo because they have everybody. Okay, uh, you know, as far as next year and beyond, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I will say, um, in '24, with the uh, second largest media market being gone from the conference, I mean, the, the fall off is going to be drastic for sure. Um. In all in all facets, but for this year, nah, it's status quo. Checks I, have been written. I, yeah, I reason I said this year is. I assume a new media rights deal will be reached within the month, but it will be the money won't be good enough for teams like Arizona, Oregon, Washington to want to stay. And they'll start the, the wheels in motion of we're getting out of here. You guys don't, what do you think? What are your thoughts on the discussion, the rumor about Ion, Script Sports, uh, and, and the Pac 12? I'm impressed. <laughs> Did you laugh? Were you like, what the hell? Who? Are, what? That's <laughs> it. Like, I just laugh. Like, come on, man. Really? That's how we, that's, that's what we're doing? Okay. James, what do you think? Yeah, I was just sort sort of confused, but also found it comedic. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. One more thing. So I think James, you said you got to go uh, real quick, but real quickly, beat writer, Pac-12 beat writer John Wilner, on a show, a sports show, Utah, I think, a few days ago surmise that the new media rights deal, whatever it is, that the Pac-12 reaches will be a payout, average payout of 20, in the 20s, high 20s, mid to high 20s per school, millions of dollars. What do you say to that, Will? 
Uh, that's a fifth of the Big Ten's take home per school. And that's, that's five million less than the, roughly five million less than the Big 12. Yeah. James, is that, is that, is that number too low? And that number, if it's that low, would that be the final nail in the coffin to say we're out of here? I don't think, I mean, from a, the school's perspectives, it's too low, but I don't think it's too low given what the conference is going to look like in the future. Um, just, you know, like Will said with losing, you know, the LA market um, in the next couple of years. So I think, it, I, I mean, whenever, if the, if that's the number that comes out, I think some of the current Pac-12 schools are going to be like, you know, more urgent to look f- to move on because you can, I mean, it, it's bottom tier money um, of the so-called power conferences. All right. James, if you got to leave us, man, just let me know. I, got, I, I can stay on for a few more minutes. Okay, cool. Reminder, everybody's tuning in on our Folks Talk Sports Twitter account and on the Houston Rombar Review on YouTube channel. Folks Talking Sports is sponsored by Five Star Properties. The show Five Star Properties is a Dallas-based company owned by a UH alum who I met face-to-face last Sunday at basketball game. Great to meet him and his family. If you are facing a foreclosure or you need to sell your house as is for cash, call 972-532-SELL or visit the website at fivestarprops.com. That's F-I-V-E. S-T-A-R-P-R-O-P-S dot com. James, what's wrong with the Rockets? Uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, they, <laughs> I, I was surprised. I mean, I was surprised Eric Gordon got actually got moved. Um, I know that's a little old news, but um, I mean, they're young. That's one thing, but also just it doesn't seem like Steven Silas has the locker room there. Um, there's a bunch of inconsistencies. Uh, and th- I mean, their offense is just pure awful. There's no scheme to it. It's just a bunch of ISO ball and stuff. So it's pretty easy for teams to defend. And Will, your yes. perspective outside looking in, what's wrong with the Rockets? I mean, they're young. I mean, who's a veteran leader on that squad? I mean, they have a bunch of rookies. Your, your dude, Will, from Jason. the Ohio State. Yeah. Exactly my point. Exactly. And who who was the vet that taught him? I mean, I, Eric, I just, Eric Gordon. Again, I say my yep. point. Is, so I think for them, I think the uh, the the front office did their team a huge disservice, and maybe they thought it would be John Wall. But to bring a vet in with your role, you know, look, they may even have to overpay a little bit. But look, teach these guys. Show these guys the ropes, what it takes to survive in this league. And they didn't do that. And so I think that, you know, Coach Thomas can only do so much. And like you said, these guys are young. They don't know what they don't know. But to have a vet to reemphasize and reiterate what Coach Thomas is saying, I think this team sorely likes that. Okay. So the guy who fixes that, James Will, is James Harden, right? Uh, yeah, right. James Harden, my man Kelly Eco from The Athletic, a few, last Sunday, 
actually he he gave it a seven out of ten chance that James will return to the Rockets this offseason. Wow. Thoughts on that? <clears throat> Certain uh well, okay. Um to play basketball. Yeah, somebody, uh, a certain industry is happy, from what I understand. But would that be a good thing for the Rockets' long-term development? Hmm. James, Tony? No, I don't think so. Just because I do think they need to bring in some veterans, just like Will was saying, with some mentorship and stuff. But Harden's going to take up, you know, he'll take up a bunch of playing time. I don't. I don't think that moves you from the worst team in the NBA to a legit contender just with that and who, regardless of who their draft pick is, assuming it's pretty high. Um, so I think, yeah, you'll, you'll get a little better. You'll win some more games in the short term, but in the long term, uh, <laughs> he, he, I mean, Harden's time in, if he comes back to Houston, I don't think, there will still be a championship like that that championship window won't be open if he comes back so might as well continue to try to develop uh the younger guys and bring in a few vets that won't take up as much time pay, get paid uh you know not a ton of money and stuff like that um just to help develop the team well tony m is chiming in on youtube channel his reaction to it hell no nah. james who lead who Thoughts on that, Will? Facts. Facts. Does I'm it a- does it matter? Excuse me, Will, but yeah. Add your three cents to this. Does it matter? Should it matter? The way James left the organization, how he left, what he did to get out of here, if they are truly contemplating bringing him back. Absolutely, it should. And uh, it better, in my opinion. And then two, James is not the vet at the end of his career that I'm thinking about. James allegedly still has aspirations of winning the title. And if he comes there, it's not going to happen. So is he just coming for the check at that point? Is he just coming because he knows there's no pressure? I, that, I would question all of that at that point. So no, 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 no. I'm thinking more of a Sam Mitchell Kevin Garnett type situation. You know, bring that guy in. Maybe a uh, I don't know, and I only bring him up because I think this is what he's trying to do. Uh, bruh. <laughs> don't, don't, don't swing on me through the screen. Kevin Love. That type guy. That type guy. Well, no, I have no problem with that, but a, a guy like that. A guy like that, right. Yeah, because, and going to your point, James, his quote, it's on my YouTube channel and elsewhere. He said, before he left, these guys aren't good enough. James, this year's Rockets team right now is 13 and 46. They're not good enough. So, why the hell are you are you changing your, your attitude, your word now? You said, how long ago, Will, a month ago, that Philadelphia this year's Philly team was his best chance to win a championship. Yep. Right? Yep. 
coming to the Rockets, you're not going to help this team win a championship anytime soon. So, James, what do you want to do, man? What What is it? What is it the check? Because, well, if he just wants to enjoy the Houston nightlife, yep. he can do that in the offseason. He can do that with his private jet during the season sometimes if he wants to, if he's big and bad like that. Yep. He ain't got to come here to come back to the team and do that. He can still have his his restaurants and his businesses here, have his his people take care of that, make sure it's run effectively, making money for him. He does not have to be here in the organization to do those things. If he's if he wants to win a championship. Right. So, uh, you know, I don't know. That's seven out of ten, my man said, and I've known Kelly for a while. And he's connected to the organization more than I am now. I'm like, Ooh, what's what's changed, James? Or why, James? <laughs> why? Put the meme up. Why, James? <laughs> I mean, really, man. I just yeah. you know. <clears throat> so Tony and No Salt, Tony. I think Tony missed yesterday's uh, Let's Talk Houston Rocket show, but No Salt was there chiming in with comments. There was nobody in yesterday's show, Will, just like right now, who understands who wants James back on his team. <laughs> I mean, because, yes, it would give them some more wins next season. But at what cost? They're not going to the playoffs next year. Maybe it helps them get to the play-in, maybe, with James. No. But would you want James on it? Real talk. Tony M., no salt, Will. Would you want James Harden to mentor Victor Wimbenyama. Nope. And Tony M. No salt. Comment on that. Real talk. Would you want James Harden to mentor Victor Wimbenyama? Zero. Absolutely not. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't say I don't care. But Tillman Fertitta. Well, did you see the clip from Mardi Gras? He was it last weekend. Yeah. Where he said, "Pray, pray, pray for Victor till we get Victor." I saw something else about Tillman this morning. I meant to ask you about Yeah, it. about putting in a bid for the commanders. Yeah. 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 I don't know where he got that money from, putting in a bid of $5.5 billion. Ah, but, let me get that. But uh, it's amazing how money works because when he bought the Rockets, his worth at that point was, let's say, $2.6 billion. And he bought the Rockets for $2 billion. Now he's putting a $5.5 and his worth is $8 billion. Oh boy, it must be nice to have your value just at minimum oh, triple in, yeah. in five years man. from 2.6 to 8. Man. Let me get that. But comment from, from No Saw. I think Victor would mentor hard more than the other way around. It's <laughs> <Right. laughs> Tony. He's the last person I want mention Wimby. Agree. Uh, uh. So, you know, and I know James has spent the time in the summer working out with Jalen and and, and Scoot and Josh Christopher. I'm going to put this out there, folks. Maybe that's part of the problem. Mm. Maybe you, we're still hearing all these national folks talking about the Rockets culture. But if y'all still clinging to James Harden, mm. but it wasn't that long ago. Remember Tim McMahon's article in the ESPN? The Honey Bun article? The Honey Bun, yeah. When James, when it was, when Tim made it public, 
stuff that I had known for a while that the Rockets had bent over backwards and gave James everything he wanted. And James still wanted out. Bruh. I don't why come back? Because your man who gave everything you wanted, he's in the, he's with you in Philly. Right. Daryl Morey. And your man Tad Brown. You know. <clears throat> Y'all see where I am on this. I'm getting kind of warm about this, this possibility. But, hey, James, you do what you want to do. Tillman, see, if that happens, it's a ticket move. It's for tickets. It's not for wins because it'd be short-term. They'd sell more tickets. Hey, James Harden's back. Back with the Rockets. Okay. Might get them a few more TV appearances. Okay. He ain't going to the playoffs. Playoffs? Oh. <laughs> right. Playoffs? What? We're talking playoffs? What is the word? Diddly poo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. And and this is true right here. James been getting special treatment from the Rockets ever since. Ever since. We're going back years. So I mm -mm, mm -mm. no, you know, and you know, we could some folks would not say this is wrong either about James and Moore conspired to get James to the Sixers. Some folks wouldn't say that's not wrong either. That's not far, far-fetched either. For sure. So, you know, and I know, I'm. hey, James Harden is a hell of a talented basketball player. No question. No question. But Will, how many times start of seasons did we see nationally People questioning James coming to camp out of shape. Not only that, it's people now that can't wait for the playoffs so he cannot show up. So, you know, he's he's had he's done better, excuse me, done better in the playoffs. He's had some, he's had some moments like, ooh, James. What the hell, James? The Spurs will never take that. The Spurs fiasco. Yep. Boy. And then the Warriors. And then Later on, he did better. But later on, his own friend, Russ, Russell Westbrook. Yo, man, we can't be doing this stuff. Why let this man get away with all this kind of stuff? Chris Paul challenged James. These are NBA peers. All the famers. All the famers. And y'all talking about wanting to bring James back here so he can mentor these young guys? Okay. Chris Paul, the one you just mentioned him, Chris Paul. That if they but I think people realize when James and Russ couldn't work, and when James and Russ, because you know they were all hype. Hey, James and Russ grew up together, played ball together in California, West Coast, they're tight. That didn't work. Folks began to realize, you know, maybe it ain't Russ. <laughs> maybe, maybe it ain't Russ. Huh. Yeah. But I'm just. Oh, oh, ooh, Tony said he doesn't, he doesn't even want James's jersey in the rafters of the building. Wow. Mm. Ooh, okay. Mm. See, James hit Tony in his in his wallet. <laughs> so <laughs> I understand that right there. All right, real quick. Reminder, we'll put it on the big screen here. Oh, James had to 
James hopped, James Mueller hopped on for a few minutes. He stayed a little longer than he had initially thought. But Folks Talking Sports is sponsored by Five Star Properties, a Dallas-based company owned by a UH alum. Salute to him. Great guy. Great family. If you are facing foreclosure or you need to sell your house as is for cash, call 972-532-SELL. That's 972-532-7355. Or visit the website at fivestarprops.com. F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-P-R-O-P-S dot com. Well, I'm going to bring this up again. Mm-hmm. And help make it make sense. And I'm being very serious when I ask this question. Okay. Why? And I'm shifting gears back to college. Yep. Why don't we have football only conferences in Division One? Still, this is still well. The pundits would say we're still academic institutions. And at the end of the day, we don't want to give an impression that we're either A, uh, which, by the way, I believe they are, uh, running farm systems for professional leagues, or B, uh, separating themselves and and to classes, the elite, the haves versus the have-nots, or C, uh, I'll stop at B. I'll, I'll leave that there. But yeah, that's why. That's why. Because football makes the world go around. College sports will. In sports, college and pro. Yep. We're living in, in a fantasy land. Yep. I don't. Still, you know, go ahead. It's, no, no. It's still academia. That's what that would be the response. We're academia. We're academic. Fine. We're academic. Well, see. Floridian slip, but it is a financial institution, but I digress. It's academia. We're academic uh, institutions of higher learning. And they would say that, and my response to that would be, then why do you have your volleyball team, your hockey team, your tennis team, your softball team, your baseball team, track and field, anybody other than football, really, because basketball does as well, travel so many miles across the country to compete in athletics and then have to get back to school for the academics. That doesn't make sense to to what they would what they would say is a reason for no football only conferences. Football the game is one game a week. Okay? They could for Saturday games specifically, leave Friday morning, fly. You're going to fly. Obviously, you're going to fly. Wherever you got to go, you're going to fly. Yep. And get to your destination for your game on Saturday. They do. Yep. You have football-only conferences. You have regional conferences for every other, all the other sports. Even, Even basketball. The money, well, I mean... You might want to put in writing, but if the football team makes all the money, I still think some of that money would go to the university, right? Would not be all of it, but some of it, oh, and and to the other teams, 
as well on campus. But if you do that, you could have some money, media for basketball, a media rights deal for the other teams. And it'd be easier for fans to travel to the basketball games if they're in, in you know, regionalized Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, if they're California, Washington, Oregon, if they're close, if they're within driving distance for the student assets as well as the fans. I just, it doesn't make sense to me when you have USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten, you got Rutgers in the Big Ten, you got UCF in Orlando going to be in the Big 12, West Virginia, and nobody else in the Big 12 near West Virginia. Nobody. Nope. Cincinnati will, will be, but folks, I think more and more fans should start asking that question. Why don't we have football-only conferences? Because, Will, you know, you, co you cover sports. There are, like, uh, examples, like HCU. Their soccer team is not in the Southland Conference, for example. They're at another conference for, for soccer because it's not offered in the Southland, as an example. So nope. it, it, it is done. <laughs> Notre Dame is in, Big Ten for, in the Big Ten Conference for men's hockey. Yes. And in other sports for in the ACC. Yeah. <laughs> and independent for football. Yep. So it can be done. Uh, you know, I, I maybe at some point in the future, because we're on the fast track anyway to two conferences for football, Big Ten and SEC. And when you get into the point of 20 team conferences, that's not a conference, Will. Yep. That's two conferences put together. <laughs> that's what oh. that is. Right. 20 team conference. Come on, man. That's a, that's a super conference, but it's two conferences put together. And you're still playing non-conference games. And it's yes. conference, right? Yeah. So that means half the conference you're not going to play. <laughs> right. So that's not conference. Then. That's two conferences put together. Right. It's media driven. Yes. I know that. Will knows that. Tony knows that. Let's call a buck a buck. Just make it football-only conferences. I'm not saying don't go to class. You can still go to class, football players, if you want to. I mean, that's up to you with all the bells and whistles you get for the money that you, that you generate. But the other sports, they do exist as well. But I digress. Well, all right. I'm going to wrap it up. These final moments here on Folks Talking Sports, sponsored by Five Star Properties, because I want to get ready to watch the Rockets. Give me your prediction. Will Rockets play Dame and the Blazers on the road in Portland? What say you? Well, as a Laker fan, I'm rooting for the Rockets so the Lakers can keep a huge, huge, huge comeback for the Lakers. It sure was. What, what was it down? What was it? 27. 27. Yep. Wow. Yep. I so. saw, I saw, I was going back, I was going back and forth between that game, the UCLA, Colorado game. I saw the Lakers win down the stretch. AD did AD. LeBron did LeBron. Any more word on, on what he injured? It was his foot. He said he heard a pop. Yeah. I saw that on Twitter, but yeah. I wasn't sure what it was referencing. Yeah, and he limped out of the arena. So okay. He evaluated tomorrow. Okay. So it could it could be a big deal then. Yeah, 
that's not good. Yeah. So it's, it's a pop that could be the plantar fascia tendon or something like that. So yeah, he he gutted it out tonight today to beat the Mavs, but he couldn't. It, we'll find out tomorrow whenever the results of the MRI come out. But yeah. All right, Blazers starting lineup tonight. Will mm-hmm. Drew Eubanks, Jeremy oh. Grant, Dame, Cam Reddish, and Matisse Thybul. Doesn't make me feel reassuring, but you know. Rocket starting five, KJ Martin, Alperin Shingun, Jabari Smith, Jay Sean Tate, and Ty Ty Washington. Speaking of KJ Martin, the the, the King of Senior uh give back going back I to I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that popped in my mind when you said that. Like, oh yeah, he did. Kind of put it out there, but I digress. But uh, you know. Give me a prediction. Rockets gonna win. Snap there. What is it? Where are they on now? Eight or nine straight losses. <laughs> That's it, huh? Man, I hope so, man. For for Coach Silas' sake, I saw him the other day. What did he slam the table? They're not doing what they're supposed to do. And I'm like, oh, bro, it's not a good look. Man. It's not a good look. So for his sanity, I hope they do. Because if they don't win tonight, will. Tuesday is Tuesday. Is it Denver? Who is it? Uh, no, Wednesday's Ja. Yeah, Tuesday's Denver and Wednesday's Ja and the Grizzlies. I saw Denver Thursday night. Ooh. Okay. It's not. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that, not that it matters, but I'm going to ask, is that Memphis game at home or in, and both, both, uh, yeah, both are men, Houston. Back to back, Tuesday and Wednesday. In Houston. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Why did I ask? I mean, not that it's gonna matter, but if you watch that be the one they win. But but after those two, well, get your popcorn ready for the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Titanic, Titanic must see TV. Well, okay. must. CTV Rockets and the Spurs back to back, yes, Ooh. in San Antonio Saturday, in Ace Town on Sunday. Wow, the two worst teams in the West, hell, two worst teams in the league now <laughs> playing back to back. Wow, the games might go in overtime, <laughs> both of them to <laughs> extend the misery for, for all the fans and media covering that trash. <laughs> Wow. And I said what I said, yeah, that trash. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because the Spurs lost, what, 15 straight, <laughs> I think? Like 17 now. They lost it. They, they lose today, probably. <laughs> oh. Or last night or whatever. It's all run together, man. But real quick, as we wind it down here, thoughts on the Hawks firing Nate McMillan midseason and hiring Quinn Snyder. Yeah, I think Nate got a raw deal. I think Nate, I mean, it was clear. I mean, they they chose Trey Young. Yeah. Point play, period. That's they chose Trey Young. I mean, they first they fired the GM and then they fired the coach. So who's left? Trey. And Trey better he, he better get on Ooh. a good foot. Right. He well, he had 34 in the game winner tonight. So we'll see. Yeah. 
but uh, the Spurs have lost 16 straight. 16, okay. So there's a chance that both the Spurs and the Rockets could be on, on losing streaks of double figures come the weekend. <laughs> no, I'm going to win tonight. <laughs> oh, well, like I said, there's a chance. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Man, and back-to-back. Oh, boy. Woo, man. Woo. Pray for Victor. Pray for Victor. <laughs> All right. All right. That's it on this edition of Folks Talker Sports, sponsored by Five Star Properties. My man, brother Willie Gibson from Ohio. How can folks contact you, sir? Uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Will Gibson Seven, and that's the cross says at Will Knows on Facebook. Appreciate it, my man. As always, for joining me uh, a little bit later than usual. I'm gonna say, you know it. I mentioned to you, but Tony M, no salt. Tune in tonight. Let's see. Rockets game should be over, 10:30 Central Time. K H O U 11 Sports Extra. I'll be on talking college hoops with the colleagues, Matt Musil, Jason Bristol, and Daniel Goterra. So 10.30 Central Time. Check it out, because I might surprise y'all, man. You know, a brother can, can clean up real nice if you want to. So as always, thank you to James Mueller for joining us. James from the Daily Cougar. Um, if you're wondering, Andy Yanez got back from Greenville, North Carolina probably within two hours ago <laughs> on this flight. Two flights from Greenville to Charlotte and Charlotte to Houston. So Andy's back in town. We'll be doing our, our next Less Rage Cougs this Thursday after the Cougs game against Wichita State. Senior night for the Cougs team. So tune in for that. Should be probably around 9 o'clock our time on the Houston Round Bar View YouTube channel. But it's time now for the Rockets in the Blazers, Will. So until uh, probably next Sunday, take care, my man. I never know. I might need you on Thursday, just in case. All right. All right. So take care, man. See you later. Peace. All right, boss. Peace.